And good evening once again, everybody. My name is Mike Cisneros, and this is Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. We'd like to welcome everyone out there listening on the podcast and also watching on Periscope TV. We welcome you to our live worldwide telecast on Periscope. I am joined tonight, as always, by the man who is synonymous with anonymous, beer blogger, the Gnarly Gnome. You can find him at thegnarlygnome.com. Gnome, good evening. What an intro. Thank you. (laughs) And... The queen of Cincinnati craft beer commentary, the one, the only from Oakley Pub and Grill, uh, right down the road from where we at right now, where we're at right now, Miss Tina Cisneros. Tina, ahoy, 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 ahoy. Also joining us tonight, as usual, our social media director Angie Cisneros. She's going to be twinkling her fingers on the Twitter and the Facebooks and the interwebs and uh, give us a give us a hearty hello there, Angie. What's happening? And uh, not much. And this is, uh, you know, this is pretty exciting. And uh, this might be, we talked about it last week. Uh, if you listened or watched last week, we were at uh, Bad Tom Smith Brewing down on Eastern Avenue. And I uh, had a really great show. Got to meet with uh, Eric Napier, the uh, head brewer, and got to talk with uh, John Voitish, the owner, on the phone. But at the end of the show, we talked about that this broadcast right here might be one of the biggest ones that we've ever done. Because we are in the hallowed Cincinnati institution that is the Kroger Company. We are coming to you tonight live from the Kroger Oakley Station, the brand new, brand new sparkling flagship store of the entire corporation. Uh, and uh, we are we are previewing tonight their Growler Bar. They also do, they do craft beer off of, uh, for the Growlers here. They also do uh, have a very, very, very extensive wine selection. And uh, joining us tonight uh, from the Kroger Company, uh, first of all, it is uh, you are Nate Wallasia. You are the what the Cincinnati Nashville craft beer basically manager. Is that is that the, is that a correct title for you, Mike? That is correct. Yes. And then we are also joined by the man who is the adult beverage steward of that's really nice that's a hell of a title right there from the oakley uh, kroger uh, uh the oakley station kroger store ryan brock and ryan uh, and nate both thank you for uh, joining us here on cincy brewcast tonight well we appreciate you guys coming in for uh, the evening and spending the time with us here i would be uh, remiss if i didn't mention that we are here through the good offices of patty leesman who is the public relations manager i guess for the entire uh kroger uh, company at least here in cincinnati and, uh, and so we, we'd like to uh, thank Patty for uh, hooking us up with both Nate and Ryan. And, uh, and, and gentlemen, good evening. And this is, this is one heck of a place you got here. We, lo- we love what you've done with the place. It's uh, Like you said, Mike, this is the largest Kroger store in the country under the Kroger banner. We've got a few stores in the Pacific Northwest and Alaska that are a little bit larger from a, fair, a square footage standpoint. Uh, but this is the largest store not only in Ohio, uh, but east of the Mississippi. If you've, if you've, and we just will talk briefly about the uh, about the store itself before we get into the beer. But if you've expected it from Kroger or you've ever gotten it from a Kroger store, uh, you can get it here. They have everything. They have the cheese shop, the bakery, the the Boar's Head, uh, the Boar's Head meats, the and now the craft beer and the wine and all of the housewares. I mean, we're sitting here sort of by the houseware section, and just anything and everything that you can. You can, you can get imagine. clothes here. You can get clothing here. Uh, you have all of your flagship sort of uh, ancillary stores, the little clinic, uh, the banks, the, you know, just about everything. It's, it's, it's just an amazing place. Jewelry right. store. And here in a couple of weeks, you'll be able to uh, do all of your shopping online and be able to click that up at the back corner of the store. What? So 
uh, a few weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You no, I love this place. I would never. I would never do online shopping. Here. And I want to come here. It's, it's a fun place. And it seems to me the girls they live up they live up the road on on Madison Road here. Um, it seems like it's a community meeting place. They've run into three or four or five different people that they we know. We have. So We've run into five friends today. So that's, that's so weird. Yeah, just a Kroger. Which, in our craft beer travels, one of the things that they've talked about is all of the, all of the brewers and, and, and the tap rooms have talked about community and how important that is to them. And, and so this really kind of dovetails, the growler bar I'm talking about dovetails right into sort of the same type of thing, doesn't it? Absolutely. Uh, being here on the weekend, just watching a lot of people congregate and just friends running into each other and sitting down at the bar grabbing a flight or a wine sample, it's uh, pretty incredible to watch. Now... Nate, I'm going to ask you both for kind of a CV, but uh, Nate first, what is your, what is, what was your path to craft? Did you have a aha moment uh, at one time in your life, and how did you come to end up being here at uh, at the Kroger Company with such a, a it's a big job. Sure, uh, Mike, I started uh, with Kroger in high school back in Frankfort, Kentucky. I uh, ended up going to the University of Kentucky, spent four years down in Lexington, and it was one of my marketing professors actually that after one of our midterm tests, you know, offered, you know, send the invitation to go to a, a local pizza joint that had over, I think, 80 or close to 90 beers on tap. Wow. Uh, Pazzo's in downtown Lexington, right across the street from campus. And that was really my first um, arena of stepping out and, you know, trying a, a broad assortment. We, we were ordering pints, but pouring them into sample, you know, sh- the smaller uh, flight type glasses and, pa- you know, just passing around different beers. For, and we just kept trying from uh, different regions of the world and different uh, different parts of the country that really uh, kind of, I guess I was turning on the light. And, and I like, always like to ask, was there one beer that that really turned you on? Or? Three so philosophers. For, three philosophers? Was, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, there, you can't go wrong with that. And Ryan, the same question. How did you get started with Kroger's? What uh, brought you into craft beer and what brought you to be the adult <laughs> beverage manager? The adult beverage steward. I'm I sorry. A, I need a better title. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> of, of the Kroger Oakley Station uh, uh, beer and wine bar. Well, it was it was a weird transition in my life after high school and everything like that. So I started working for Kroger, a couple departments, then I ended up finding myself in the liquor store. And my manager there really pushed me. And to, where, was, where was this? This was at the Newport store okay, when right. it first opened. Sure. My I'm, I'm a frequenter of that store, by the way. I go there off very often. So, hey, because I work now. downtown, and it's just so easy for me to get right off the highway there and it, it run really in, is. and you know, so there's a lot of areas that can easily. So please get continue. There. But so my manager really pushed me into trying the wines, trying the different beers, and eventually, before I realized it, I enjoyed trying them the different wines, the different beers, and things like that. Found myself at beer, breweries, wineries. Right. Right. And did you have an aha moment? What was your sort of... An aha moment? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, you can think about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to think about that one. There's a lot I mean, of some, beers I really like not, out yeah, there. I mean, not everybody does either. I mean, there's a few people that we've talked to. They can come up with it. Like, you know, it was, it was Jackie O's, you know, this, or it was Mad Tree that, or it was whatever, yeah. you know. And some people just, they, 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 they get into it in a gradual sort of way and f- find it difficult to even have a favorite. So Yeah. We, we are getting to the point where there's more and more people who... Oh grew up with craft beer you know it's you know you're getting people who are of drinking age now that 
that's that's all they know. That's what they started drinking. That's what they still drink. So it's well. That question's going to be harder and harder to ask eventually. We have uh, a beautiful flight of four seasonal beers in front of us, so we will root around inside and find out what we can pull out from the beer fridge. As always, our from taste the beer tap. <laughs> from the beer tap, from the growler station. As always, our our, our our tasting and commentary segment, and you guys have gone on right now. Um, what what is it? Eight eight or nine eight or nine different taps. Um, We've got twelve. Yeah, twelve twelve mm-hmm. different taps on right now. You have three, um, Mad Tree, including Identity Crisis, which mm-hmm. I think this might be the only place that I've ever seen Identity Crisis other than the Mad Tree Tapper. It's most definitely so, the only grocery store. I've yeah, seen. and it's a, it's the only grocery store for sure. And then you've got a, you've got a Rheingeist handle. You've got a, a Warped Wing handle on, which we love Warped Wing beers. Uh, you have your private uh, label, uh, 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 Taproom 21, it's called. Uh, you have a couple of the Sam Adams. Uh, you've got a 50 West. And we're going to try some of these. Uh, the first one we have in our glass is, uh, let's see, did they? Some of them I, I don't know that we got them in any. <laughs> I don't think we got them in any particular <laughs> we order. We didn't get them in any particular order, did we? Um, um, no, that. Yeah. Well, well, blind blind we have taste to, testing. We have tell us which one is the best. I'm going to say Taproom 21. This is definitely the uh, Sam Adams. This is the Sam Adams the, pumpkin, the darkest one. The double pumpkin. Yes. The double yes. pumpkin. All right. We'll, we'll, this is Blaketober. Blaketoberfest. We can start with that one. Let's start with that one, guys. I, I know we're. It's darker. We first of all, that's really dark. I mean, that's as dark a, a, a beer as I've seen. Those of you watching at home. This is called, what is this, Sam Adams Double Jack? Does that sound right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Get that pumpkin right off the mm-hmm. top on the right aroma. Right off the top. I really like it. I don't get any pumpkin at all. You don't? No. It just oh, tastes, yeah. like a, tastes like a like a nice stout to me. You don't little little hoppy. I, do I, I have it. identity crisis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It kind of it tastes just like identity crisis. That's high praise then. Can I try yours? Yeah, you know what? I um. It's it's not tasting like a, like a double jack to me. I'm, 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 but yeah. it's really good. I'm it, is, it, is, it is really good. I, I know so. I know my my identity yeah. crisis, and I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it is. That's okay. Let's talk about how much we love. Everybody identity on crisis. Periscope is laughing. I'm probably making fun of us right now. Well, that's okay. We don't procla- we don't necessarily proclaim to be experts. We just. So now this lighter one, what do you what did you uh, what did you guys think this one was? Yes, the girl in the back is old enough to drink too. If everybody's mm. asking, that's got a that's got a pumpkin. That's definitely a pumpkin. Which one are you at here? The that one. The lighter one. Is that the like tap room? Yeah, that's. Blitz. No, this one. The, that's the tap room. Oh, this. Uh huh. I like that. I, I like, like it that too. Very it's, much. it's 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 got a nice, that's nice pumpkin, nice spice, but it's like it tastes lighter than a lot of like the other pumpkin beers. It's not as like overwhelming like mm. for maybe like great pumpkin. I think is a little too overwhelming with the like spice. 
but this is this is good. I like it a lot. And we worked with Jason Roper and Lindsey Roper at Rivertown uh, to collaborate and get this brew out uh, for this fall season. It's the first Link. time they've really done in a uh, type of corporate brand or spinoff uh, at Rivertown, and we were really impressed with what they were able to achieve. It's It's got that character that their pumpkin has it, always it, had, it, that nice drinkable... It's pumpkin what, beer. What, yeah, what I like about it is it's got a fresh pumpkin taste. I mean, it, it tastes and smells like when you open up your holiday, your, you know, your jack o' lantern and dig the seeds out. That's what it smells and tastes like to yeah. me. I'm getting a little bit of vanilla too. Yeah, like a little I vanilla, like a little, really whip, like a little whipped like cream a little whip action. Cream. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. That's really nice. So I'll, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm I'm always a little bit hesitant from a. You know, a, a collaboration with a grocery store like that, and this just this this kind of proves that point that just because it's you know stores their their private label, that doesn't mean that it's a bad beer. This is this is really good, and it's it's local. It's and that's something we're trying to trying to really hit on here in Cincinnati is what's going on with the local breweries. Uh, you guys mentioned kind of what we had on tap right now, and some of those kegs were left over from the opening weekend from when we did a Mad Tree Tap takeover right. uh, for the first couple of days we were open. Uh, we had a really cool Sam Adams event where Jim Cook came into the store um, for Oktoberfest. He, did a, he was here for a couple hours. got to do a meet and greet with uh, a lot of the customers who were in the store. And we were uh, trying to free up a couple handles. So you were right. We do have a couple empty handles right now. Uh, we've got a Ryan Geist tap takeover coming in this weekend. So I'm uh, just really trying to hit all the keys with uh, our big players here. And one, and one of my questions to you was going to be, uh, our, you know, Kroger has – made national brands of so many Cincinnati products, Greater, Skyline, uh, you know, Montgomery Inn. Uh, is, is that something that Kroger might be interested in doing? At least getting the Cincinnati beers into more of the stores on on not just a local basis, but a regional basis. Sure. So you mentioned that, and it's with any brewery. It doesn't have to be from Cincinnati, whether it be from a brewery and uh, Memphis, Tennessee, or Atlanta, Georgia, with like a Sweetwater or a Terrapin, um, or Wiseacre coming out of Tennessee. You know, we like to look at the regional brands, the local brands, and see what impact they have in the region that they're in, um, how the customers are responding to those brands, and if it's something that their brewing capacity can achieve, and if they're willing and ready to spread their footprint. Um, and you know, we would like to judge how on-premise sales go when they're doing that as well, uh, but just to kind of get a gauge for it. Uh, but by all means, Ryan Geis, you can find Ryan Geis in our, many of our Lexington and Louisville stores in Kentucky um, with, as they moved into uh, with their, you know, when the River Ghost um, kind of gave the, the distribution rights to Heidelberg that really opened up the entire state of Kentucky for them. Right. We've got Madtree and Ryan Geis in Columbus as well. Um, so it's as the breweries are willing and as they're capable, and if the customer demand is there, you know, you look at any, even the national brands that you mentioned, um, similar to, you know, Sam Adams 10, 15 years ago, or really New Belgium. New Belgium's almost a they're one of the largest breweries, uh, total breweries, that operates with Kroger out of Colorado. So, well, I heard you know when when Sam Adams was first starting that that Kroger was really closely tied in with them getting started. You know when he was hunting for a store that would carry his beer, Kroger was the first store that gave him a chance. Now, granted, they only gave him one six pack worth of space on the shelf, but <laughs> right, right. you know it was the first store that gave Sam Adams a chance. So it's you know that 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 tie to craft beer and you know it, it's it's always been there you know it's just sure and that's you know we partner with a lot of the, even the larger breweries like some Adams in New Belgium or Lagunitas or you know, the likes that as they're launching new products you know we really like to be first to market with these guys and we work very closely with their what their launch calendar looks like when new items are coming around and coming to, to be coming available to retail establishments and try to get on the forefront of that so we can expect to see can we expect to see 
some of the rarities that might come from a terrapin or a Sweetwater or a Uinta or one of those brands on your on the growler station uh, at some point? There are tap takeovers with those guys or once they're available in the state, and that's what some of the uh, holds back some of the breweries. Absolutely. Yeah, I understand. Um, if it's, it's a distri- up the distributor problem, or a, or a, you know that kind of thing, distribution problem, or whatever. Well, or, you know, but we would love to get Wicked Wheat in Ohio, but it's one of the things where it's the popularity or some of the brands like that that those breweries are having such a hard time, you know, meeting demand in their home market. Um, uh, in some cases. One of the things, Ryan, I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. is, does the availability of something on the growler station have any effect on what you guys keep as as far as package is concerned and 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 how do you guys look at balancing what you what you serve and package based like on a for instance a cincinnati basis and then a regional basis and then a national basis how do you guys and is there some kind of formula you use which if that's a if that's a secret you don't have to tell me but but, you know one of the things we like to do is I like to go through and Nate's been helping me find different beers that aren't packaged and things like that that you can only get in taps that are in local bars and things along those lines and we're bringing those in here so we can give them in growlers and sell them that way so there is a way to take them home okay and it's talking about the brews in Cincinnati even the 50 West blank slate yes uh, old the ones that we've already had on draft and we're setting we're, we're setting up kegs now for as we roll into October uh, from Braxton, Old Firehouse, Urban Artifact, just looking at the local breweries, you know, the, like Ryan said, that are not available in the cold box to take home, but you can take home a growler. Excellent. Excellent. So you can get the best in, in, of, of Cincinnati, what's in package, and then what you're not going to be able to get in package, you're going to be able to get more more and more as the, as the months wear on yep. best it, of at both the growler worlds. station. That's fantastic. That's really great. Uh, we're continuing with our uh, From the Beer Fridge segment. I think I got a hold of the Blake Toberfest This has got to be Blake Toberfest. Yeah, because it's got a really good mares and See, look, we're beer flavor. experts. Yeah, we can no, figure we this can out. We can figure it out once we <laughs> taste that, I'm pretty sure that is Identity Crisis, by the way. Yeah, it, I, no, I, oh, I know it man, is. Man, that's good. That's a good Oktoberfest right there, it baby. It looks like it. I like that. I mean, I like that. I have not had that yet, and I really I really enjoy it. It's fantastic. And then the last one we've got here is... I can't smell. I think my smeller smelled up. That's the technical term for it. I'd be willing to bet that's the... That's pumpkin. That's... Is that the pump can? That's pump can, yeah. Okay, so what we did Colorless, not get that right. we wanted was the uh, was the uh, the the um, double jack, the double jack, double jack. But that's okay. We'll live with it. That's good beer too. I mean, that's damn good beer. I mean, you can't get that. That's fantastic. Just so everybody knows, they do not have their license to serve pints yet. Which, for anybody watching, that's why we're not drinking pints. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that's coming in time. Yeah, well, yeah tell us a little bit about okay. yeah, a little bit about what kind of you know how what that process is with your license to like go from like do you have to start out like only selling like plates or with wine we do it's it's, it's different licenses depending on the county and the region of Ohio that you live in. So with the wine we cannot sell wine on Sundays, which is interesting as a customer you walk into the store and expect to be able to sell to buy bottled wine right off the bat but uh, that, then that has to go on the ballot 
As far as the beer license, it's something they're requiring, and we believe that we're two, three, maybe four weeks out from being able to pour full pints and you know an actual uh, wine glass, a full wine glass, stem glass, to be able to t- uh, taste and sample what's available here. Interesting. Okay, listen, I'll tell you what. Um, that's our uh, From the Beer Fridge segment. Uh, we'll play our little liner again. From the Beer Fridge. And we're going to take a short break uh, right here on Cincy Brewcast. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I'm sorry I walked into that one. Hi, everybody. Mike Cisneros here, and as a craft beer lover, you want the same thing I do, the finest in handmade lagers, ales, and stouts. But do you take the time to think about whether the same care and attention has been given to the treats you feed your dog? Well, I'm here to tell you about Brewhouse Dog Bones, made from the same wholesome malted barley that you'll find in the delicious beers from many of Cincy's finest craft breweries. Brewhouse Dog Bones are handmade in small batches using just three additional natural ingredients, peanut butter, organic eggs, and brown rice flour. So you know your best friend is enjoying almost the same great craft experience that you do. And Brewhouse Dog Bones are not only good for your dog, they're good for our community because they offer real-world training and a work co-op experience for developmentally disabled young adults ages 18 to 22 through the New Richmond, Sycamore, Marymount, and Oak Hill school districts. Brewhouse Dog Bones are available in the distinctive brown paper sacks with the red dog bone at some of Cincy's finest craft tap rooms, including Mount Carmel Brewing Company, Listerman Triple Digit Brewing in Cincinnati, and Old Firehouse Brewing in Williamsburg and great pet stores like Newtown Feed and Supply and Earthwise Pet Supply in Montgomery. For more information about Brewhouse Dog Bones, to carry Brewhouse in your tap room or pet store, or to find out how your school district can participate in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, just contact Lisa Graham by visiting www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. We are truly about revitalizing this village. We get to come in, we get to create beers that we want, and I get to drink at work. <laughs> a couple of, uh, of, uh, of bits of uh, wisdom from Adam Cowan from Old Firehouse Brewing, and uh, that was on one of our previous live shows. And we've been fortunate enough to be able to play back some of these uh, comments from Cincinnati's, uh, from the, the, to be the voice of Cincy Craft, from Cincinnati's uh, craft brewers uh, who have appeared with us on the program before. We've got uh, to give them a little shout out too for their first year yeah, anniversary. Yeah, they, they this just weekend. they just did their first year anniversary uh, over this past weekend. I really wanted to get down there. Was I, I was not able to get there, and uh, but Noam, you went, and it seems like they had a really good time, um, and a was, lot of a lot of people, and it was it was they had the uh, the street in front of the brewery closed off, and they had um, <laughs> all kinds of events going on, and just what? two two lines out the door for beer most of the night, most of the day. Well, I that's guess. fantastic, and we were we were told by uh, we're joined again uh, by uh, Nate Wallasia. From Kroger Company, and also Ryan Brock, the adult Brian Ryan Brock, the adult beverage steward here at the Oakley Station uh, Kroger store, the biggest Kroger he, east of the Mississippi River, 
and uh, and we were told by those guys that they're going to be having an old firehouse uh, brew uh, on tap here uh, at their new growler station bar uh, at the at the uh, Kroger store uh, coming coming up shortly. So uh, everybody can get a ch- have a chance to come out, and that really gets them. I mean, I've seen them in a lot of places, but that gets them out into a place that has a lot a lot of traffic. I mean, and that's so that's that's big for them, and they're going to be packaging at some point. Uh, from what I understand, anyway, so I, I don't know if they're saying when yet, but I would guess maybe as it starts to get a little warmer this spring, maybe. Now we've been we've been brought a bonus flight glass, and this is the Sam Adams Double Jack Pumpkin Ale. Yes, this one does taste like pumpkin. Yeah, there's there's definitely pumpkin in this one. Man, there's a lot going on there. I mean, there really is. Maybe even a little nuttiness, like if you, you know, like get a little like pecan, uh, sort of glazed pecan, little uh, uh, topping on there, Mm -hmm. you know, that uh, as well. Uh, Kind of like then it's not a pumpkin pie. Kind of well, (laughs) because it's got nuts on it. Yeah. Uh Sounds like Thanksgiving. I'm in pastry school. It's like a mixture of pumpkin Mm -hmm. pie and pecan pie. Sounds like delicious, delicious Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving meal. Um, They continue to impress me, Sam Adams. What, what, uh, I'm trying to think of a delicate way to ask this question. Um, This sounds good. Do you guys think that, let me, let me ask your personal opinion, both of you guys, on whether you think that you came to this game a little bit late. There's a lot of places doing growler stations. There's, there's, there's growler stops. There's, there's growler stations in, in, in a couple other grocery stores. Some of the, you know, some of the big ones, some of the smaller ones. They're standalone stuff all the time. What, what's your opinion on that? On that? What? Sure, we've got uh, over 30 growlers bars and over the company uh, that are spread out anywhere from the Pacific Northwest, and we've been doing these operating these establishments for quite a while in the well, QFC, okay. Fred Meyer uh, territory, which is, if anybody doesn't know, uh, Washington and you know the Portland, Oregon, and uh, Seattle, Washington area, along with anywhere from uh, our surprise division in Arizona. Um, we've had a couple in Atlanta, a couple of further north in Columbus. The uh, the Brewer's Yard Store in Columbus has had a growler bar for, I've been on the beer desk almost two years, and it's had a beer, I believe it's going on three, if not four years in that store. Um, so it's been looking at the, I believe the approach has been taken as far as where the, where we're remodeling or where we're expanding stores and a footprint where if we're already touching the store, and if it's an area where we feel that it, there's a good fit for it, um, that that was really what correlated to why that store would or would not have a growler store or a growler bar built into it. And some of that also comes to play with the liquor stores as well, or state laws. You know, like if you cross or go across the river into Kentucky, um, our growler bars have to be in the liquor store, which is detached from the grocery store, and those don't get remodeled nearly as often as the actual grocery stores do. So there's a lot of variables that can come into play as to why or why not, and the timing on that. Um, I think uh, I, th- I think I read that that 2003 was when the plan first started, kind of rolling on um, on the the the, the the push towards craft beer, I guess, as far as with Kroger goes, you know, it's, and at the same time, it's Kroger. Like, it doesn't matter if every other grocery store in Cincinnati has, you know, growler bars in their stores. As soon as Kroger does it, it's going to be successful. You know, it's, this is, this will always be, you know, kind of a, a Cincinnati staple. We well, talked about that at the top of the show. I mean. Well, and it's such a convenient 
situation too. You know, if you stop by after work and, you know, you can't get to the brewery, like maybe on a Monday night when a lot of the places are closed, right. you can just pop in here and get your chicken and get your uh, identity crisis. And chicken? Yeah. Their rotisserie chicken is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried those pizzas? Those are amazing as well. We just we just had the sandwiches for dinner and they were delicious. <laughs> I, I came in on uh, on your guys' opening day and kind of feasted on everything that was around the store. You could get an entire Thanksgiving meal here on opening day. Oh, again, absolutely, it's amazing. And and just to be clear, you can grab something, anything of, of any kind of food that you that that's sold here in Kroger's, bring it over here to the Growler station. Order up yourself a flight of beer and later on a pint yep. and and sit down and enjoy a hearty roast roast beef sandwich with uh, with uh, fries or whatever you want, whatever you can mm-hmm. find over there and wash it down with a, with a cold craft beer, which Absolutely. is fantastic. Yeah, yes. no, we, I mean, we were talking about literally like coming here for a lunch like weekly because you totally can. <laughs> you can just get your like hot lunch over there, come and have some beer. It's awesome. It's really cool. I, I'm, I'm in love with this place. And, go ahead. Well, the, the the and then the the growler policy is some places want to want to only sell you um, want to only sell you beer in their own growler, and you will allow anybody to, any any growler to come in. Bring and empty growlers just as long as they're clean. Yeah, yes. that's awesome. Right. right. And we've also got the cheese flights that we're doing with the beers as well. What? And those are amazing. What? Yes. Yes. You mean you mean now? You mean like right now on the show? <laughs> sure, we can get something going. No, that's that's all right. No, no, no. Uh, so cheese and beer, or and or wine, and which wine. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been in, in the store over the weekend and just seeing people watching football games. We've got two TVs up oh, on the yeah. wall. It amazed me on a Sunday afternoon, uh, you know, one o'clock, coming in here and just seeing how many people were sitting around the bar with their friends, just eating oh. cheese or uh, chicken wings or something <laughs> from the chicken. You know, the, the pizzas are amazing. Ryan is, is on point with that. Yes. But, yeah, to that point, we've seen families come in. The, the wife will be off doing the shopping, and the husband will come and get something to eat, or they'll that's, switch off, and the wife will be drinking a glass of wine. It's a sight to see. That's that's. It's th- grocery shopping has come a long way, folks, I, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. It makes such a, like, you know, a task that people tend to not enjoy doing. It makes it so much more fun. Like, you could spend hours here, honestly. It's awesome. You know, I'll attest to that. I won't. I won't name names, but we all know on this show that I'm a huge fan of another local grocery store, the Growler Bar, and spend a lot of time sitting there. And it, it becomes your 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 local hangout because you're there no matter what. You have to do your grocery shopping. Why not split it up into a couple days and spend an hour beforehand, <laughs> a have a beer, days. and you know, <laughs> I mean, like it, it, uh, it, 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 it really does kind of change the whole aspect of of grocery shopping like it becomes it becomes something to look forward to well hopefully we get a hook in you after the, uh, the show ends and we'll be able to pull you into this store so we're, we're working on that <laughs> well location is a thing I for live him in fairfield. he lives in fairfield i then i that that telegraphs where he goes <laughs> for his uh, for his beers but but uh, i do work in kenwood so there are plenty of days where it's not too too right. uh, too hard for this me to would swing be back. too far would it um tell us about i'm sure that like any other growler place or any other tap room or whatever you guys are going to be planning some events so uh, do you have anything on tap coming up that uh, that uh, people can look forward to and and what some of your ongoing stuff and and so forth so we uh, as we kind of alluded to earlier uh, in the broadcast ryan guys will be here friday afternoon from four to eight and i believe from one to six on saturday uh to do we're going to help give them uh, hope to have six handles open to be able to put on a really nice selection of uh, some stuff that they've got coming 
uh, for the fall fall season. And something really cool that you kind of touched on earlier with Tap Room, um, we were able to, to acquire 10 barrels from a Buffalo Trace that we oh. dropped off at Rheingeist a week and a half ago uh, that they just poured a Scottish Wee Heavy into last week. Oh, man. are you kidding so me? So we're, uh, we're a few months out from that. That's awesome. Um, from that being released here, and we're really, really excited about that. I love opportunities with the local breweries. I love Scottish Wee Heavies, and I love Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. <laughs> I, I think they kind of hinted at that a little bit on their, their social media, but I don't think anybody has uh, confirmed that's where it was going. So that's, that's exciting. It was a pretty cool project, and you know, we hope to have those out just in time you know, for that winter season where the, the Wee Heavy really hits home. So it should be really cool. Excellent. And then what, what, what if anything, goes on in, on a regular basis, um, sure. you know, weekly or mm-hmm. whatever, monthly? And that's something we're trying to figure out the cadence as far as what we can uh, schedule into this because this is, is not just a beer bar. I do manage a beer segment, and I, that's, my, um, that's all, I'm, all I'm about. But I've got to split a little time with the wine guys as well. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, wine's okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you can't get a beer. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Don't even pretend. You guys like wine. So we are trying to balance that out uh, between the wine team and the beer team. Uh, but once we get the full growler licenses, when we can, or I'm sorry, the full bar license, uh, we hope to really be able to expand on what the plan is and what we can really take advantage of leverage uh, within the store. So with the amount of customers like you all mentioned that come through here to really be able, be able to start doing some cool stuff. And that doesn't have to just be local. We're, we've got a lot of, lot of really cool, you know, local breweries within the area, not just within a mile or two from here, but all over the right. area, Dayton. Uh, but being able to bring in some of the uh, the larger regional and national players as well. So where do you see this? You know, just the, the Kroger's craft beer in general. Where do you see that growing to? Do you see it as? You know, I, I always think when people talk about craft beer in Cincinnati, and there was kind of a small boom in the '90s that kind of crashed and i think that the reason that happened was was an education aspect you know they they kind of the beer people stayed over here and did their thing and didn't ever try to kind of push it beyond that whereas now with craft beer the breweries and the stores and everything it's this this push for education like is there some kind of is there going to be a push like that with kroger too you know classes or you know some kind of dinners you know things like that is that we'd love to get into the uh the pint night. I mean, that's, a, that's right. something that works very well and with restaurants, bars all over the place. Um, that's one of the things that drew me into craft beer when I was in college was you could go to the bar, you could get a, the cool pint that was matched to serve your beer in, that was made to you know really show off the characteristics, the flavor, and the aromas that are that the brewers intended you to, to get out of that right. beer. Um, so that's one thing that is down the road for us, hopefully sooner than later. Uh, but that's a- absolutely. This seems like it would be an absolutely incredible place to do beer dinners, to do beer pairings oh, yeah. and, and things like that. Uh, is there anything, uh, do, you, do you guys want to do that? Is that something that, 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 the, you know, that the management is interested in, or, or is it something that, that you know, may leave to the other guys? Or? Well, one of the things that we're looking to do is like once a month do like a beer dinner, then at the same time do a wine dinner as well and kind of alternate that off on months, maybe do two a month, and then do certain events on like craft night on Tuesdays, things like that. You know what would be so awesome is if you did like a like a beer dinner, like 
do-it-yourself beer dinner. So, like, you had the beer, and you sold the beer, and then you gave them, like, the recipe list of, like, what to cook at home, and then they rock around the store and get all of their, their items from Kroger. Are you bucking for a job here or something? <laughs> <laughs> what, what the, what? So smart. <laughs> I know. Isn't that, that's, that's intelligent. <laughs> and you had mentioned earlier, you were asking about as far as where the craft segment and where this is going. You know, if you had asked uh, some of the people in my office or anywhere around the country, the brewers in town, about IPAs and when... You know, when, what's the next IPA? How many IPAs can you make? Uh, but the customer demand is still there in, right. in hordes. And, you know, the, just different different approaches, different styles, different hops that can be used uh, to make those beers is still a, the, the most prevalent and growing at a very, uh, you know, very impressive rate still, the, the IPA style. And I don't have IRI or Nielsen numbers I can share, you know, market data numbers uh, for 2015 yet. So dialing back just on total U.S., uh, United States, 2014, you know, the craft segment was up 18, almost 20 percent. Uh, but this division of Kroger and division of the, and Kroger as a whole outpaced uh, the national craft trends on a are already you know very sizable base. Mm-hmm. And you know we're about halfway through the year for our calendar year, and the local numbers are putting up staggering numbers uh, as far as total growth that they're driving into our not just craft segment but total beer segment. The local breweries in Cincinnati are accounting for over half of our total beer growth. Wow, uh, which is That's very, incredible. very impressive. You know, the, we, you know, saw that opportunity and really got behind that, and the customers are loving the uh, the brewery in Cincinnati. So right. that so that begs the question to me, is do you get static from the big players, the AB InBev, in, in the the Molson cores? <laughs> do, do you do that? Do you get any pushback from hey you know why don't you put a yeah and i know they're getting in i know they're getting into more and more getting into craft brands and i'm i'm sure eventually you'll have a goose on your growler bar and or, or, a, or a blue point or one of those you know and, and but do you get pushback do you guys get pushback well, from that at all or? the business that those brands represent is still over half of our total volume and that you know, said <laughs> and and people keep saying that but the, the numbers keep eroding. Every time you hear another number come out, it, it continues to erode. And I just wondered, you know, I mean. I mean, anytime any uh, business is losing market share, there has to be a little bit of tension. But, you know, they are doing the smart things in the industry um, as far as, as you mentioned, acquiring the big brands. And, uh, stuff like that. Goose yeah. Island four or five years ago with the Blue Point acquisition out of New York with Elysian and Ten Barrel out of the Pacific Northwest. So they're making strategic plan decisions to acquire these not just local craft brands because they are, you know, so matured, the ones that they have been able to acquire uh, to help, you know, offset some of the market share declines on some of the other larger brands and at the same time evolving in um, creating new, uh, whether it be from the Rita, you know, the uh, Bud Light Lime Rita family um, or uh, just, you know, they're, they're always innovating and changing things as far as trying to be in front of, of the curve. Um, there's, it wasn't a mistake that Anheuser-Busch or Miller Coors uh, corporations are the largest breweries in the world. And you know, right. and they and they brew the you know we and we've even said it on this show before and had, had people even you know uh, at Richard Dubay from Braxton and at say they every they time the, you say it they, Periscope gets upset they they're going to get mad they brew the most consistent beer you know whether <laughs> you're in Cincinnati Ohio or Tokyo Japan or Brussels Belgium or. Moscow Soviet Union. You open up a Budweiser, it's going to take Moscow Soviet Union. Sorry, <laughs> what, what am I? What is this? Forty years what are you, ago? Fifty-four years old. 
anyway, that's you know, Periscope, it tastes the same. Periscope so. literally just fired you. Well, that's all right. It, they can say they can say what they want. This is the it, internet. We it do what we want. It doesn't make it. It doesn't make it any less true, does it? Absolutely not. And, and you can talk to any local brewer here in Cincinnati or Ohio or any region of the country that will tell you that the lagers that Budweiser and Miller Coors are making on a, as you said, a daily consistent basis are some of the hardest beers to to make. I'll put Braxton's lagers up there next to him any day. Well, those guys are those guys are lager. You know, those guys are lager rivers. So yeah. So. Um, we, we won't trash AB InBev too much. Here. No, no. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, and, and, and we, well, we could get into all sorts of stuff, stuff that's gone on Facebook and you know, so forth and, yeah. and talked about, you know, a, you know, a macro beer is better than no beer. And some people say yes and some people say no. And, you know, um, we, we do have a Periscope question, which I don't know if you're able to answer it about Kroger's craft beer growth as far as um, in other markets where it isn't yet. Um, we have a very loyal listener in Charlotte wanting to know if Harris Teeter is going to be doing the same thing, which I don't know if you even. So Harris Teeter is not one of the divisions I'm responsible for managing. Um, so I, I don't. Just say maybe. Potentially. There's an opportunity. <laughs> sure. And I'm sorry that it I. It says I, maybe. I'm sorry that I don't have the, uh, the full answer on that one. Um, and, and to dovetail on that, there are divisions of Kroger where Kraft is a larger share of our sales than, than domestic beer. Uh, we mentioned earlier that uh, that domestic is still a, at a whole at Kroger, over 50% of our total dollar volume. But there are divisions such as, mentioned Fred Meyer and QOC in the Pacific Northwest, where Kraft outsells domestic. Uh, different right. pockets that are more mature um, that have been in the, the craft game, per se. Cincinnati will fall into that category in the next few years. We have a few. <laughs> we have, this was store number two. So what other what other stores are, are on the line um, as far as um, getting getting um, growler stations here locally? I know that there's been a couple that have been talked about. Sure. So this was the first store that opened. Is it with the growler bar? Uh, a week and a half ago, Ryan. Uh, more like two weeks. Two weeks. Ago. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Time flies. <laughs> uh, we have our second store coming online. Exactly. That's yeah. Right. I was here for it. You were here for it. We should. I should remember this. It was too early in the morning. <laughs> it always is. It's the same day, I think. So our second store opens in at the Austin Pike exit uh, in Dayton um, next Friday. And there are two additional stores in the Dayton market uh, that are already in the works uh, for the growler bars that we've announced. So those that will bring us up to four in the division. Um, there are other stores that are on the, I would say, between the crosshairs. So we've identified as an opportunity, as good opportunities. Um, but coming back to um, if that store is being remodeled or what the time frame is, uh, to be able to install those. I, I understand that the Anderson Township marketplace is one that is going to get a, a, gro- a, a growler station. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I mean, you know, that's okay. All right. And then maybe one in Kentucky. But that's 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 sort of stuff that's come o- over the wires and stuff that I've read. And I also I've, heard some Clifton so. rumors. There's some strong possibility there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that all has to do with, with the customer base and that, you know, with, right. with what the demographics are in that area. And we're sitting right now, the Hyde Park Oakley area is completely different really than any other part of Cincinnati. You've got That's such true. an eclectic yeah. mix here yeah. uh, coming from across the board um, that there is a very high affluent uh, craft consumer in this area. It's one of the reasons why Liberty's Bottle Shop does so well. Um, and, you, you know, there's so many with uh, Mad Tree being less than a mile from this store. You can go to that tap room on a Tuesday night or a Monday night like tonight. 
I guarantee you can't find a parking spot. They're closed on Monday. Yeah, you sorry. can find a whole lot of spots tonight. <laughs> don't don't try don't try to but, fool these girls on Mad Tree. They are Listerman they are. is right down the street and they are open on Mondays. Remember Cheers? Monday. Remember Cheers from Norm? Norm from Cheers? That's Tina from Mad Tree right there. So <laughs> uh, you had a you had a question from uh, yes. uh, social media uh, from Twitter. It's a good one. It's actually from Training Nan sitting right over there. <laughs> um, the question is. Are drinks limited to just this area, or can shoppers go around with, like, a glass of wine and shop? Right now we're keeping it constrained to where the fences are and the invisible line. If you walk across that, it's like a dog collar and you get shot. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Will they open up shopping with a, with a glass of wine? I cannot Maybe? speak on that right now. <laughs> yeah. it, it's only two weeks old, so let them let them find their feet and get everybody uh, in the in the general area over here, and then we'll we'll talk about walking. We're hoping to get all the amenities uh, between the food, the Murray's cheese shop, and everything just keeps you over here. So you know, you yeah, sit at we, the bar. We almost need, need to walk. put a parking lot for carts right. over behind. Come, <laughs> come to the Oakley Kroger, sit at the bar, pull up your Kroger app, order online. Order and do your groceries while you're sitting here and at the bar. And then go pick up your groceries when they're ready. <laughs> there you go. Wow. That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> she's, she's bucking for a job here. I'm telling that's you. That's not a home run. That's a grand slam. Yeah, Man, okay. I'm telling you. Um, so along, that's actually just being a completely lazy person. Um, but along the lines of kind of what you were allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do as far as, um, you know, within the store, this Kroger is 24 hours. I'm assuming the growler stop is not. What are the hours for the, the growler bar? For now, it's from 1 to 9, Monday through Saturday, and 11 to 6 on Sundays. But as we go on and we get our footing, we're looking to open that up a lot more than that. Awesome. You can't come in and get a growler at 3 a.m., I can tell you that. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Prime growler shopping time. In the state of Ohio, you are not allowed to do that anywhere. Fine. <laughs> All right, listen, we're going to do a little bit more business before the uh, conversation deteriorates even more. <laughs> You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. It may be summer, but that just means it's the right time to start thinking about the uniform needs for your fall and winter sports teams. Whether it's new embroidered gear bags for your volleyball club, silk-screened warm-up hoodies for fall baseball, or a hot new look for your basketball team, Eastgate Custom Graphics can work with you to capture your team's unique style. Eastgate Custom Graphics team design experts can help you to stand out from your competitors, and with great brands like Nike, Port Authority, Hanes, and more, ECG has the names your players want to wear. It's also not too early to think about back to school, and ECG has all your spirit wear needs. We have gear from many of the East Side schools, and if you don't see it, just ask, and Eastgate Custom Graphics will design it for you. Eastgate Custom Graphics is located at 4459 Mount Carmel Tabasco Road, right next to St. Veronica. Talk to Don Hall or any of the design pros at ECG at 513-528-7944 or visit www.ecgraphicswithanx.com and customize your look today. Eastgate Custom Graphics, the official imprinting and apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast. Can you have more fun with your clothes on? I don't think so. <laughs> I, yeah, no. Beef Trust. Yes, my, my great great Yeah, my great great grandmother uh, and her sisters were known around Mount Healthy as the Beef Trust. Why? <laughs> they were they were big women. <laughs> 
I just can't stop playing those uh, uh, tidbits from Dan Listerman now in our show that we did, uh, our first live show at uh, Listerman Brewing Company with uh, the one and only, the absolute gem of Cincinnati craft beer, uh, Dan Listerman, the guy that got just about everybody started in the craft beer business uh, by running the homebrew show. And speaking of homebrewing, next week we begin our homebrewing month and we are efforting at least one. We, we have. <laughs> and we have no idea where our plans are going to fall right two, now. <laughs> hey, I'm brewing on Wednesday. We have two home brewers for sure. We have. We, we BAS have, we'll, Beer Man. We'll, we'll have three no matter what. BAS, we don't know what number three is. So. BAS Beer Man yes. from Big Slam Brewing. Yes. Uh, we have uh, Dare, at Dare Spice, uh, who is uh, the man behind uh, Blue Hen Brewing. A uh, couple of home brewers and then possibly a third we're not sure yet who definitely but, but definitely a third and that's going to be next week we're going to be back in the friendly confines in studio and uh eight o'clock worldwide eastern daylight time uh with periscope and we'll be ready to go uh with home brewers and then we are we are efforting another show coming up on the october 12th which we don't have completely firmed yet, but we should have firmed by next week, and it should be a very, very interesting show uh, with uh, Urban Artifact and Ohio, Ohio Valley Hops. That's all I'm going to say. It's and if it happens, it's we're we're going to come full circle with a couple of stories we've done here on Cincy Brewcast in the past, and we think everybody's going to be uh, really excited about that. Back here at Kroger Oakley Station, the uh, growler, uh, uh, the beer growler and wine bar uh, with uh, Nate Wallacea, the Cincinnati Nashville Craft Brands Manager for the Kroger Company, and Ryan Brock, the adult beverage steward here at the Oakley Station Kroger store. It's just such a good title. I never get I know, tired I'm gonna, of hearing it. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna like, I'm gonna change my title from like bartender to like you know princess of fun or something. <laughs> You're the queen of Cincy craft beer commentary. How can you have a better title than that? You right? can't. Oh, you can't. Except for adult um, beverages steward. <laughs> it's all encompassing. Um. There's a lot of personal service that goes on in a lot of the smaller places um you know you guys pr- have prided yourself kroger has built a the largest grocery store store chain in the country on personal service i'm sure that that is uh going to be a real hallmark of both the uh, growler station here and which Again, correct me if I'm wrong, if you don't want me to call it a growler station. And also, uh, with your craft beer and wine uh, selections, that's something that's, I'm sure, very important. A growler bar, growler station, it's yeah. all the same to us. Works. And, and then the personal service, I'm sure, is that something, Ryan, that you're responsible for? And, Absolutely. Uh, so, we've gone through a lot of training in the past few weeks, learning about the growler bars and things like that. Plus we go through like wine steward classes and we have beer classes as well. And we encourage our people to go out to the breweries, learn more about it on their own as well. Extracurricular research. Absolutely. We, we support that too on the brewcast. <laughs> and Kroger is, I mean, look, I, you know, you say you started in a local store, uh, a fellow that I know started in the, in the, in the, um, in the, in the Loveland, uh, as stocking produce, produce boy as a high school student, and 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 rose to be a store manager. So I mean, it's possible in this organization for Joe from Meats 
to come over here to the growler station and say, hey, you know, I, is that Joe from Meats right there? Is that who that is? <laughs> I actually think that was. <laughs> he is a chef. He's a chef. <laughs> okay, he's one of the chefs. But to come to you and say, hey, you know what, I just tried this stuff that's uh, out of you know northern georgia or whatever this little place you guys got to find out about this or or i just had a great beer out of jackie o's or i just had something great up at up at warped wing or whatever and you guys got to get that on top so you encourage it and that is joe <laughs> that, that is joe that's, that's the best thing that's ever happened on this show <laughs> <laughs> joe from meats uh but that's you guys the, the, the company encourages that and you guys encourage that as well I'm oh assuming. absolutely Every, anytime i'm able to try and bring in different beers wines even i do the best that i can some of them they're not sold in the region or anything along those lines so i can't do that and some of them if, as long as i can get them authorized then i'll bring them in mm -hmm. but yeah absolutely um go ahead. Go ahead. oh no i was just gonna ask um you know we talked about it at the break a little bit but it's something that is important to me i like to know kind of on and as i'm sure everybody does on a very, um, you know, up-to-the-minute basis of what my local growler bar is going to be pouring. So how are we going to be able to find out what you guys have um, as things change on your tap list? Well, I'm not sure on the details yet, but I do know that we will be on Tap Hunter and we'll be working with them, so you'll be able to find out that information through there. Okay, awesome. And that's cool. something we kicked off in a couple of other divisions. Uh, we're getting ready to roll out with Cincinnati, so that's in the, in the future. In the future, there, awesome. Yeah. There's also a really good app, which is not, you know, official or I'm sure sanctioned or anything, but it's called Tapped In, which uses check-ins from untapped to kind of make a list of what is on tap at different places. So I'm sure you can jump on there and That's it'll tell really you what's cool on tap idea. But it's not always 100% accurate, so sure. keep that in mind. And that's one of the challenges. It's always as the kegs flip. It, you, they could be off by a couple of days uh, just as far as us getting them updated, the information to right. uh, the folks that are running tap under. Yeah, you were saying something to, something to, to me about that in the break. Uh, sure, and some of these limits are release beers. We may be able to get a keg or we could get three kegs. Well, the oh. Galaxy High was only able to get one half barrel of it, so as soon as that's gone, we're out. Yeah, the limits right. limited release like that with Fermatry, they only put out it's a really short window. Uh, we blow through the cans in a day, maybe maybe two at most. So this oh, yeah. the, the the app again, Tap Tap Hunter, mm -hmm. that's something that people will be able to to put put I guess put on their phone or put on their tablet, and they will be able to know fairly up to the minute what you guys what you guys are, are tapping at that point. It, it works through I mean, geolocation a, or yeah. through you dropping your uh, just your zip code, and it will pull up the bars that are on Tap Hunter that are within a, the proximity to you. So what's out there that you? Two questions. First question is, what's out there that you guys really like that you guys are drinking right now? That's that's something that you're that you're really crushing right now. Well, that Galaxy High I just talked about. Yeah, it's been yeah. my sweetheart the past few days. I got <laughs> two sixty-four ounces the other day, my and I've been loving it. <laughs> we had a Rheingeist uh, Goza on uh, that was phenomenal. Dodo. Uh, Dodo. Dodo yes. yes, peach Dodo. I know it was a peach. I couldn't think of the name of. It. Thank you. Uh, that I really really loved. Um, and that was just super crushable. Had a you know a great summer, you know, end of summer feel to it. Uh -huh. um, very sessionable, just good beer. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan guys, which we have to give them a shout out to with that mention that they just meddled at Great American Beer Festival. That um, they did. Was that Cherry yeah. Inc. Cherry Inc. Thank Cherry, you. Cherry, I'm sorry. Cherry Inc. Cherry Inc. There were ten Ohio breweries that meddled at uh, GABF last week, and Ryan guys is the one from Cincinnati. Gotcha. And, Thank you. And how many of those can we expect to see 
making their debut here at the at the, <laughs> at the Oakley Oakley Station ground. I mean, is, and that's is that something that you guys think about? You're going to look look to oh, try absolutely. to do something like that? Oh, absolutely. Or? I mean, you can get White Raj right now in the uh, right, the yeah, right, yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> no, kidding aside, and they White Raj got a uh, bronze medal last week actually uh, for American style IPA. I don't mind if I do. That I'll be right back. <laughs> so good. I love that beer. Yeah. <laughs> but some of these are like the Sherry Inc. Uh, has not been released yet, and I, I'm sure that after they won that award, they're going to. You know, get that into their bell aging program to be able to release on a more consistent basis. Right. And we'll have a bomber set right behind us here pretty soon. Um, that we'll have a lot of uh, the bomber offerings from local, regional, across the country as well. And that's going to give Ryan the uh, the opportunity to bring in quite a you know a really nice assortment of limited seasonal type uh, releases in the bombers that may not always be available uh, for us to get. Six yeah, I was I was looking around the other day and I did not see a lot of the bomber and a lot of the, a lot of the stores have sort of on especially on the end caps they'll have a, a really nice bomber selection and and a lot of like the Belgians and stuff like that. Is sure, and that's we know the craft consumers were really heavy into that selection, um, but this being the largest Kroger in the company and with any store there are always things that uh, timing wise don't always work out as you'd like them to. Um, and just getting everything set up and be uh, for that set did not happen as we had, uh, had hoped. But it's, okay. it's coming. And then so, this was even, uh, I was in here the other night and spoke to one of the guys behind the bar that was here and, and said this was kind of, was not supposed to really be at, at, the, at, the, at the opening, at the, opening point of the store it was going to eventually occur but it was something that was not necessarily planned for the actual opening of the store itself and it was going to come after at some point the location of the bar yeah, well just the bar itself and the location am i am i wrong am i, can't I wrong speak to that because it takes quite a bit of time to engineer you think about when they're pouring the concrete sure. all of the plumbing okay. has yeah. to go in prior sure. to the concrete sure. pad okay. being poured um, right. so i and, and liquor licenses so and all that uh, stuff. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, so I was, I was misinformed, and that's Could that's, be that's me. That's on me. I'll, I'll wear that one. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna get fired again what, on Periscope. <laughs> what is, what is on? What do you guys want to get on that you, that you haven't had on yet? And I know you're, you're brand new. What is there that you want to get on tap that you're, that you just say, man, this is one that we really want to get. Well, I was excited to see the Ermals on there from Warped Wing. Oh, yeah. I wanted to try that tonight. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, we've kind of gotten a lot of the ones that we've wanted to get on on there. Um, upcoming, we've got the Rheingeist Deuce Red IPA. Ooh. Okay. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that's their, that's, the, that's that their, tempts second, me. their second anniversary beer. That they Pure Fury is coming out soon, so we're going to oh. be having that in here yeah. as well. And then the Panther Porter and the Drunk Drunkle, yeah. Drunkle? Okay. Is that yeah. barrel-aged uncle? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and then we'll also have, it's, we don't have a name for it yet, but the liquid that's going that went into the barrels last week, uh, they're going to have available in Sixles for us for the tap takeover this weekend. Oh, that's so awesome. So the same beer, just pre-barrel-aged. Excellent. Excellent. Um, um, shoot, I keep I lost my train of thought. I'm awful sorry about that. <laughs> I, I know it was going to be good. Uh, but you had mentioned two urban artifacts. We've got a couple of the different uh, Sixles set up through um, – the different distributors here in Cincinnati, they, we kind of lean on those guys a little bit to help us, you know, with what's being released during the certain time frames, because uh, it is quite a bit as far as timing throughout the entire year. Uh, but we've got some really cool things set up from Urban Artifact, uh, Finn, Matrius, Post Yourself, um, Old Firehouse. You know, we've heard great things about their IPA. So, is um, it is it is it? This, and this is the question I'm going to ask: Is it Ryan Geist and Mad Tree to kind of move the needle, and then sort of everybody kind of follows, you know, all the, cra the craft breweries? Other craft breweries follow along and sort of 
you know. They definitely they're quickly made their way to the front of the pack, but I would say they're every each brewery is doing something very unique. Oh, yeah. uh, you look at somebody like Urban Artifact uh, that has a lot of the uh, the sours that you are, are just that the, the, the flavors that you're getting with those Belgian I'm sorry, with their style of beers, um, or even with Rivertown, some of the stuff that they're doing with uh, their lambics and sours. Um, you know, you're talking about the lagering tanks uh, down at Braxton, uh, that is somewhat unique to those guys for the craft side. Um, so I wouldn't say that it's uh, follow the leader, uh, but that, you know, everybody's kind of differentiating themselves through different styles or different. But range. you throw a you throw you throw a Mad Tree takeover uh, tap takeover or a Rheingeist tap takeover, and that's gonna that's gonna have guys people lined up all through here. I would think, right? I well, mean, that's true enough. But once people found out we had the warped wing and so on and so forth, people really came out for that as well. Okay, I don't think it was just the Mad Tree or just the Rheingeist. It was everything we had in general plans for uh, any of the mount carmel I'm, we're near and dear to our hearts yeah. mount we're right down the street from mount carmel our, our home our home base any of mount carmel going to be coming on anytime uh, definitely a conversation i need to have with the uh, the brewers there as far as see what they've got available for us that are that's outside of really what's available in their six packs so right. absolutely you know, mike yeah. dewey's done a phenomenal job there from the get-go uh, I, when i came onto the desk they told me stories about they're, they were one of the first local beers carried at Kroger, right. and they were actually in, selling in the growlers. In the growlers, in the yeah. growlers yeah. yeah, yeah. I bought beer, I bought many many of them at Kroger's <laughs> in the growlers. So yeah, so talk about coming so, full circle there. Absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, listen, we're going to take uh, one more break, do a little more, uh, bi- do a little bit more business here, and uh, we'll be back to uh, wrap it up with uh, Ryan and Nate. At the Oakley Station Kroger store, if you have not been here yet, believe me, it is a phenomenon, and you will absolutely love it. Uh, but uh, have have some time on your hands because <laughs> there's really a lot to look at and a lot to investigate. And an empty stomach. And an empty stomach. Well, so I heard it takes two days to walk the whole store. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're shopping, I guess. And I walked through most of it the other night in about ten minutes, but... I didn't get to see anything. So we'll be right back. Uh, this is uh, Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey, we just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. You can also subscribe to the show on some of your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud. Just search Mike at Cincy Brewcast and search Cincy Brewcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast. Be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. A brand new way to interact, you can leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send us an email at cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with the voice of Cincy Craft, Cincy Brewcast. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette from Blank Slate Brewing in Cincinnati, and you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. All right, back here at uh, Oakley Station Kroger store uh, in central Cincinnati. Uh, as I said, uh, if, uh, we are joined uh, by Ryan Brock, uh, the adult beverage steward. 
Stewart and uh, Nate uh, Wallacea, the uh, Cincinnati Nashville Craft Brands Manager for the Kroger Company. And uh, we really appreciate your hospitality tonight. And uh, again, I'd like to uh, thank uh, Patty Leesman, the uh, Cincinnati uh, Public Relations Manager uh, for the Kroger Company for uh, setting all this up and allowing us to come down here and set up. I... <laughs> <laughs> I was one time many years ago. I don't know, I don't know how or why. I was had a camera in a Kroger store and I was gonna take a picture of something, and I don't know, I don't know what what it was or why. I can't remember, but but somebody immediately came up to me and said, "You cannot take a picture in here." And I said, "Really?" And they, I said, "I just wanted to take a picture of this, whatever." And and they said, "You cannot take a picture in here." Well, I guess. They, they couldn't ever do that anymore because everybody's got a camera on their phone and everybody takes your picture of, are you sure this is what you wanted me to buy and how many of these do you want? And I can't, I don't have this one in the picture, but I, you know, I, I can get this. Um, but I was, we walked in with all this stuff. I walked in with all this uh, bags and equipment, all this stuff, and nobody said <laughs> nobody boo said to me. I was, I was totally shocked. I was like, Wow, I said I, I thought, and even the uh, the um, uh, one of the security guys I thought would say, "Hey, wait a minute, where are you going with that stuff?" Oh, I got to find something. But I was, I was, so I was shocked. So it's, you know, there's been a lot going on at this store since they opened. So. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> it's been a hopping place, um, and that's pretty cool. Uh, what's the, you, you know, what what would you guys besides the growler bar and the wine bar? What would you guys uh, suggest people make sure they come in and check out here at? Uh, here at the Oakley Station Kroger. Well, the cheese shop we have here oh, is absolutely God. amazing. You stole my answer, I man. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm just a glutton for cheese. The, they have a nice one. At, they have the nice one, very oh, similar at the Anderson store, which we, we have go some to of the all most time. knowledgeable people in uh-huh. there as well. And the associates in the stores that work at Kroger and the Murray's Cheese Shop are trained by, uh, professionally trained by the, the Murray's Cheese Shop team out of New York. And they, they take quite a bit of time, uh, the extensive training, because cheese is just as, can be just as, Confusing the customers' wine selections in some cases uh-huh. uh, to understand the pairings and just the different uh, consistencies and tastes and flavors of the cheese. Well, yeah. And and th- sorry, go ahead. No, no, good. Oh, I was just going to say one of my very good friends um, worked at the Murray's Cheese in Hyde Park and now he brews at Madry. So it's very <laughs> like a very like interconnected kind of like just a, like a wonderful craft that people enjoy. So it's, yeah, the cheese and the beer is goes well together for well, sure since ryan stole mine with the cheese shop because i do love that place and the, the people <laughs> who work over there are awesome um i'm hoping that uh, very quickly the click list when that opens up uh it's probably gonna be one of my favorite departments just to, for the ease oh. of shopping and i'm gonna have to take your uh your idea here. seriously yeah just sit it sit at the growler bar order your hop on the groceries. wi-fi yeah and then just go pick them up and take her other beers. idea about uh, the uh, the the self self beer pairing the self beer dinner where you, you where you put out a, a sheet of the uh, ingredients to shop for them, and match it with a couple of the different yeah, beers. Yeah, definitely you do that. You can get Chef Joe I, that we just talked to before <laughs> to help you out with that. With well, that. have you ever sat there on eBay after a few beers? It's a bad thing entirely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine that like going grocery shopping after you have a couple of beers is kind of like going to going grocery shopping when you're hungry. Like it's just yeah. everything you see, you're like, yes. <laughs> and that's it. and that's their is that your evil plan? <laughs> Absolutely not. I literally bought kangaroo meat one time. <laughs> not even joking. 
Well, you can find that at, uh, at that other we, that we other won't, store we won't that you shout, shout them out at. on this one. <laughs> Just gave it away. Amazon Joe's. Um, I'm sure you'd like to talk. I mean, this is a beer show, obviously, but I'm sure you'd like to talk a little bit about the wine program. And I mean, I just look over there, and, and it looks like you've got just a massive selection. Well, and, absolutely, our selection is just phenomenal. Plus, we have the uh, right 16 wine taps that 16 we have up on taps? our enomatics okay. that which we rotate out monthly as well. Uh-huh. And is what you have in the uh, wine holders above the bar yes. reflective of what you have? Uh, yes, they in, are. So you have some serious wines in there because I was looking at some of the labels and, and some of those are really some of the top wines you can get anywhere in the country. Oh, absolutely. Rombauer Chardonnay is one of my favorite Chardonnays. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think uh, the, putting the bottles up top, that was your idea, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Smart man down here. Excellent. And then, and then, let me let me ask you this because I've seen it in a couple of places where you can get um, a small amount, like a half a half a half Two a bottle spores, or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, at at the party source, I noticed that you can get uh, more. You can get like it's not a bo- whole bottle, but you can get like five ounces, like enough for a glass or enough for a couple of glasses that you could take home in in a separate little bottle that they that they do for you. I, I, am I wrong I, about that? I, I, it may, and maybe that's what maybe that's what I maybe it was just by the glass. Maybe that's so. your fantasy. Yeah. Maybe that's my fantasy. <laughs> well, I know some places sell wine by the glass. Yeah, and you will be that. doing that at the Here, bar. Eventually, at the bar, at the bar yeah. right? At the at the at the bar, right? Um, fantastic. And I'm the beer guy. I don't know anything about wine, <laughs> so that could be a program that got up their sleeves that we don't know about yet. So right, that, right. That's something worth looking into. Right, right. Excellent, um, gentlemen. Uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, is there is there anything else that we have not covered that you guys were interested in talking about, or uh, anything that we that we that we missed, that, uh, or anything? Is there anything you'd like to ask us <laughs> <laughs> as, as a local radio Cincinnati radio personality is wont to say? So you've played some really cool sound bites uh, from different interviews that you guys have gotten to do with the local breweries here in Cincinnati. What's been the favorite for you guys? Uh, the favorite, the favorite one that, oh, of course, tonight. I mean, we, <laughs> absolutely, we love. Them. Of course, uh, no, I mean, Listerman. you know, Listerman. yeah, Listerman probably because it was our first. But I mean, we we we've been we've done uh, Old Firehouse, we've done uh, we've done Braxton, we've done we just did old uh, Tom uh, Bad Tom Smith last our, week. Our test live uh, show at Dogberry too. We did a test live at Dogberry back uh, for about the. What was that about the third that was or like fourth the third show? show. It was pretty, yeah. uh, pretty early. On. So uh, I mean, we and tonight. I mean, like I said, it, it, to to do anything in this town uh, with with Kroger is a huge thing, and that's not lost on that's not lost on me. I mean, anytime that we can come into Kroger's, anytime anybody can come into Kroger's and do something like this, uh, to me is almost the best thing you can do because yeah, it's a big company. It's the largest grocery store chain in the nation you have thousands and thousands of stores and thousands of employees and and for them just to be nice enough for patty leesman to be nice enough to say yeah that sounds like something we'd like to do with you guys and sounds like it would be a great promotion for our for our craft beer program is really uh, is really humbling and, and it's really been quite an honor to, to well, and be with you guys and, and it makes it even nicer for me just because i live in oakley and it's like such a big part of our community now um, like I said, I came here to do the yeah, show tonight yeah. and saw five friends. Yeah, like, you, you, got the, <laughs> you got the cool mural uh, in the front of the store yeah. that sort of depicts all of the different Oakley stuff, including Annie Oakley. I mean, so that's that's. Yeah. Uh, that's so so hey. as as an Oakley resident, I live in Oakley. I work in Oakley. I hang out in Oakley. 
this is like really cool for well, us to see here. And that's what it's all about. We appreciate that. And this is all about the community. I mean, I live in the community. We all live in the community. So it's all about building a family within the families. And I think it's it's important for us to point out, too, we, we spend a lot of time in breweries and talking about breweries and talking about beer and the new beer that's being brewed. And it, there's there's a whole other side of it that that pushes all of this forward. You know, you still have to get the beer to to those AB and Bev, you know, Miller Coors drinkers. We have to get craft beer out there, and you have to kind of, it, it has to keep moving forward for it to really be a success, and I think that that's something that Kroger is doing. And, and the, yeah, fun, and part, well, the well, fun part about yeah, that is, like, just watching some of these breweries with the baby steps. So I've been on the desk for a little over a year and a half or so, and watching uh, the likes of a, a Mad Tree, for example, them being the closest brewery here to proximity to us. Uh, when, when I came on the desk, they may have been in 20 stores, and then it was how much tank space do you have? How many stores can you support? What's your distribution network look like through your distributor Cavalier? and growing with them so starting out with 20 and Ryan Gax is maybe in two or three and growing to 10 then 30 then 60 then up to 90 and then into different divisions so it's it's a gradual process especially in this local piece and it's a lot of it's really neat to watch the evolution over time as they grow from uh, a really small brewery that's just in a a small you know neighborhood or community within Cincinnati uh, to Cincinnati to northern Kentucky and then you know just spreading out further uh, into the area as well. And, and I think that's something that a lot of a lot of I think that's something that a lot of craft beer um, drinkers and aficionados don't necessarily understand, especially about uh, the bigger stores like Kroger's, is they want, you know, oh, I want to see Beer X in here, but Beer X Brewery really has to be able to support the numbers that you guys need to be able to put in the stores. We're doing much more. Uh, division and even um, like for Cincinnati just meaning Cincinnati inside of 275 or if it's just the east side of Cincinnati it, it used to be that when I managed pet food prior to coming onto the beer team and when we launched a new cat food or dog food or dog treat uh, with the expectation for the Purina or Procter & Gamble if it was Imes or Mars for pedigree and such was that if we accepted your new item you were going into it could be upwards of 2200 stores across the entire country and that was where you had to have inventory in place to pull the trigger, and it had to be there for the stores to be reset in a two- to three-week window. Uh, for the Anheuser-Busch and the Miller Coors and you know the, the Corona Constellation brands, those guys have the established breweries. They have the established distribution networks. They, they get, they're capable of doing that. Uh, with, these local, with a lot of the local breweries, that's not always the case. We went to Listerman last Monday. Listerman, who got their, their fermentation, what is, what is it, the, their license that they uh-huh. can do wines, meads, and ciders, and we had a pear cider from Listerman. They have, they have cherry on right now that I tried tonight. That And uh, it was first cider. Well, and that's, right, that's, it was fabulous. It that, was so good. That is one thing that I did notice is you guys have a have a big end cap over here just out, just outside the, 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 craft, the craft beer section of a lot of the ciders and stuff like that. A very wide selection. It's very impressive. Well, it's so, also a lot of gluten-free beers a lot of gl- and healthy gluten-free beers. beers yeah, yeah. And and so um, and that's going to be a bigger part of it too. The the, mm-hmm. the, the ciders, the meads. Uh, oh, I'm sure that's coming down the line too and you guys will be right on top of that, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll be right <laughs> on top of that. One. Well, you you know, you you talked about, you know, getting a beer that can support all of these stores and that kind of stuff. And that's what's so brilliant about the growler bar is that if, if a mad tree or a Rangai says, Hey, 
we've got this really small batch beer where we've got just a few kegs going out into the market. You guys have been great for what we're doing. Do you want one of these? Oh yeah. That yeah. you can do that now like yeah, this, please. you know, it, it it might not have happened oh, before. Oh yeah, Matt, you right. can just go walk over there, pick up your six <laughs> your six barrel and Well, that's with River Town, that's <laughs> with it's Christian Moreline, it's any of the local breweries mm. too. So it's not just, right. you know, there are there's right. all kinds of really cool selections that are not right. um kind of one-offs. If it's right. something that they're wanting to dabble in or kind of test in the market, um if it's something that we think that has legs to it, um we give it a shot. Absolutely. This is a very quick way to test it in the market, to throw it on tap at a place like this. Absolutely. And if it doesn't sell through, we make them come and drink all of it. <laughs> <laughs> you could also Someone call will. us. We'll come <laughs> out. <laughs> well, listen, gentlemen, it's been fantastic. Uh, once again, uh, if you have not been out here yet to the Oakley Station Kroger store, uh, you owe it to yourself to stop out. Uh, if you think you've seen it at another Kroger store, even another Kroger marketplace, uh, you have not. Uh, until you've come here and seen what what it's all about and and again anything and everything that you've expected from Kroger's in the past you can find here and now craft beer too in growlers in flights and uh, definitely uh, come by and uh, try it out yeah now if, uh, if, if you think you've seen a growler bar you, and, and by the wrong. way let me let me just say it's beautifully appointed. It's gorgeous. It, it really is. Uh, you might be Thank able to you. see our, our our Periscope viewers might be able to see, but it really is beautifully appointed. It's got the uh, kind of the stone tile like, front. It, it's uh, sparkly. Beautiful, sparkly. beautiful Corian uh, <laughs> countertop. Beautiful uh, tables. Uh, great, great tables and great cha- high top chairs. Uh, the uh, little uh, wine uh, railings there with the little. Uh, well, uh, grapes and, and grape leaves and stuff. So it's really cool. And, and so, uh, very congratulations, congratulations <laughs> to you, you guys. It's really, it's really an impressive, uh, it's really an impressive uh, place to uh, come and 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 people to try craft beer and I'm to ec- try wine. I'm excited to see how it grows and how it yes, how it yes. evolves with craft in Cincinnati. We are too. Oh yeah. Well, best of luck to you guys, Ryan Brock. The uh, Adult beverage steward for the Oakley Station Kroger and uh, Nate Wallasia, the Cincinnati Nashville Craft Brands Manager. Thank you, gentlemen, very much for joining us on Cincy Brewcast tonight. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're we're wrapping it up uh, once again. Uh, next week we have a very big yeah. show. Uh, thank craft. You local. That's on. It. What the. Oh, <laughs> Adam Cowan uh, telling us. So uh, think and drink local. Here it is. Okay. Think and drink local. That's on everything we have. So there you go. <laughs> How can you end it any better than that? Uh, Tina Cisneros, uh, Oakley Pub and Grill. All the time. Working and uh, pouring your delicious craft beer over there. They got anything good right now? Uh, we we have Chester. Chester. Chester, <laughs> which is very good. Guys. Yes. It's which delicious. is very good. We've got Psychopathy. We've got, I don't know, what else? I think we have the Warped Wing Jolly Tar. Jolly, um, ooh, that sounds good. And That's very good. I don't know. I spent, I spent, I spent uh, 24 hours there this weekend, so I don't want to think about it until tom- <laughs> until I have to be there at 10 tomorrow morning. And we have uh, the Gnarly Gnome, thegnarlygnome.com. Uh, show notes are coming in a couple of days. Absolutely. And my name is Mike Cisneros. We'd like to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Once again, the Kroger Oakley Station Growler Bar. Come out and visit. It's a fantastic place. Thanks again to Patty Leesman from Kroger Company. And we'll be talking to you next time on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft.